You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. I'm Christina Pittam, a creator and entrepreneur. And I'm Danielle Alexandra, a stylist and content creator. And we are... In case you haven't heard, podcast. Are we creators? Are we influencers? Bloggers? We don't even know. We're giving you the behind the scenes and an inside scoop of what really goes down so you know exactly what the fuck is going on. Welcome back to another episode of In Case You Haven't Heard. I'm Danielle. And my name's Christina. And today we have a very romantic, lovey-dovey episode. episode um, just in time for Valentine's Day. Yeah, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. So we thought we'd do an episode based on or based around relationships. Yes, it's been a hot topic. We got a couple requests to talk about it. And we think it's interesting because Danielle and I have a completely different well, yeah, we have relationship statuses. statuses and also experiences in our relationships, I would say. Okay. We created a rundown of sort of topics that we thought would be interesting from dating to dating apps, dating apps to relationship statuses to how, to how to date, life, how to date, how different our lives are because we're in different, I guess, periods of our life with relationships. And some assumptions, as always. Of course, always assumptions. But yeah, I don't know. In terms of Valentine's Day, what. Do you like it? Do you not like it? I know some people are like, I don't like it because blah, blah, blah. So tell me. Tell me okay, your take. I'm not a huge Valentine's Day person. Like, I I think the day is great. You know, you're reminded of love. But I also, <laughs> but I also think that it's kind of BS that you have this, like, one day that society says that you, like, have to get these, like, really cute presents and like cards cards and go for dinner and like you know say I love you like I think that should be something that's done throughout the year and I love like being surprised with flowers or like those kinds of things throughout the year and I feel like it almost means less when it's like the society is telling you that you need to do it so it means more when it's like random and sporadic than 100% it's literally what my mom has always said but then what if okay so what if your boyfriend was like that and it's like random and sporadic which is great and every boyfriend should be like that but then, but then on valentine's you, you like expect something and he's like well is it random and sporadic more worth it yeah see i i still would feel a little bit of fomo if we didn't do anything on valentine's okay. day but i also feel like that's not to say that i want to go to like an extravagant dinner because sometimes that's a little bit overrated it gets really busy on those days of the year it's hard to get reservations you have to really like prep super ahead of time. overpriced everything is like way 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 like um over the top and even it's like new year's you know yes it's like if you want to pay premium for probably shittyish experience because everyone is so busy and so like worried about like delivering like the ultimate whatever valentine's day i think there's a lot of pressure yeah that's, that's what I put on these specific days an example is new year's and another example would be valentine's day yeah those are the two main but for say. me like doing something on valentine's day is just like Maybe even like cooking together or quality time. Quality time, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's to say, like, if you do go for like a nice 
bougie dinner, that's fine too. But it shouldn't just be like that's the only time that you go, or that's the only time of year that like you're gonna be getting Celebrate like a, a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. And then also it's like so cookie cutter, like a dozen roses, like chocolate, a card. Okay, I never want to receive any of those things. Only the flowers. Yeah. Only the flowers. But then also it's like, are you getting roses or are you getting like your favorite flower? Like those things also matter to me. Yeah. Your favorite flower is definitely not a rose. No. But if I were to what get a rose, favorite? I would like a white rose. Oh, yeah. why? I just like white roses better than any other roses. She's one of a kind. That's <laughs> why. I'm a one of a kind gal. So personally, in terms of Valentine's Day, What's I, your favorite flower? I don't know, actually. I should know this. Yeah. I don't know. They don't mean anything to me. Because <laughs> they die? Because no one gives me them. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really smell them. Like, I feel like they don't really make a difference. I Honestly, love I'm fresh I'm a fucking flowers. cacti. No, I love Send fresh me flowers. a cacti. Lately, I've been The prickly really, personality to go. <laughs> I've been really into wisteria lately. I'll pretend I know what that even looks like. But also, I love baby's breath, like for the condo. You love baby's breath? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's more okay. like a stick. No, okay, so <laughs> baby's buds. No, yeah, so baby's <laughs> breath used to be something that you just like fill a floral arrangement yeah, with. Yeah, like. But now it's trending. So the price went up for no baby's way. breath. Yeah. Well, I mean. Especially in the wedding industry, but that's another Because it's nice and more, it's more like minimal instead of like yes. the typical like. Orchids or all that. Lilies. Or Lilies. is Lily? I feel like one of those is Lilies like, seem like the most basic flower, which is why I don't want to say it's my favorite, but it's like pretty yeah. to look at. I don't know. Yeah, but a lot of flowers are pretty. Like, They're like all pretty. Peonies are really pretty, but it's like very seasonal. You can't get peonies all year round. So with all that, let's get right into the episode. Um, so don't sidetrack anymore. So Dion, what is your relationship status? Okay, so I'm in a relationship. Okay. And what's your relationship status? I'm emotionally unavailable. There you go. There you go. We've said it here for all first. you uh, <laughs> candidates, bachelors who are interested. Emotionally, no, no, you're getting into. Yeah, so I've been in a relationship for quite some time. Okay, over six years. Wow. So I want to like, I want to like, Im- what is it called? Like input, like the wedding bells, or like the like a applause because I feel like that is a very <laughs> applause, applause, a very like considerable Long amount time. of time. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. After university or at the end of university? Okay. I don't remember. It's, when you it's been dating. so long. It's been so long. I, I it's think like routine by now. I, I mean, think. Um, we, well, okay. Age-wise, I think we were like 21 or 22. Okay. When we first started talking. Okay. And then we were official for over six years. But we were talking for like only a few months before, like in the summer kind of thing. Like just dating? Yeah, like we met through mutual friends who okay. were, That's always the best, I feel yeah. like. I've always wanted that. I'm like, I would love to meet through mutual friends because then it's like, you know that like the friends yeah. that they're with are like decent people. Exactly. And, like, and then eventually if you do start dating, when the groups come together, it just makes it more seamless. And it's not like introducing some random who like, if, especially if there's an age gap, it's like awkward because it's like, oh, say you're dating like a 35 year old. It's like, oh, like how are my friends going to like party or say you go out like, or, or just, go out with yeah. my friends if they're like. There's no introduction really because I have also different groups of friends. Like we met through Tara and Chris okay, and they were dating. So uh, my best friend and her boyfriend were dating and then he was best friends with him. So okay. it all kind of like just happened. So mm-hmm. then the first time we, I guess our first, which wasn't even a date. Chris was picking us up from a dance show. Okay. 
and he was driving. So they were together and then they were picking us up. Yeah. And then after the dance show, we were like all hungry. So we're like, oh, let's just go for like a casual bite to eat. But it wasn't a date. It was just like he was with his friend and like I I was was with Tara. And then we kind of. I'm starting to remember stories I'm going to pull up now. Okay. (laughs) There you go. And then we just like had dinner. And honestly, I didn't really like him that much. That's what I was going to say. I think I remember you saying like you started off not with the intention of being in a relationship. Okay. So how did that. Honestly, we just started like. He just pursued you. (laughs) Well, no. Pursuing. Consistency. Consistency. Yeah. From there. We went on multiple double dates. Oh, okay. So it was like always supposed to be like casual. At the beginning, like the first month of it was double dates. So we would, we kept on going out for dinner, like on the weekend with like Tara and Chris kind of thing. Okay. So it was very much like a group thing. Mm -hmm. Very kind of young. I feel like that was a very young thing to do. Whereas like now if I was dating, that would be kind of weird. I don't know. Basically the first month we did double dates. Second month we started dating on our own. Yeah. And then from there, the rest is history, I guess. Yeah. And now you're six years deep or seven? Uh, Yeah. Over six years deep. Okay. So my experience why I'm single, I mean, I'm single. (laughs) Why? Because I'm emotionally unavailable. But you were in a relationship at one point. Yeah, yeah. So I've had one serious relationship. So it was in university. So I was in first year university, like gone to a relationship. Not intentionally. I was like first year. I mean, I'd always really been single. I had like a couple relationships, I guess. But we never like full on dating. Or if it was dating, it was like grade seven. And like that doesn't count. (laughs) Go to the movies? Like what do you? Oh my God. God, actually, okay, so went on a date. The first boy that I, not the first boy, but one of the first boys that I liked, we went on a date with like a group of friends to the movies in like grade five. That was such a thing back uh, then. We used to do that too, go to like going five, to the movies with with, with a group, group of friends with like uh, it was like two full rows of all of your friends. Oh my god, I love it. And um yeah, we did that and him and I sat beside each other and you know like the whole movie, you're like Oh, is he gonna like is grab he gonna my hand? <laughs> Are you gonna touch the popcorn? Dude, at the same literally. Time? So it was actually an on-running joke after the experience because like didn't hold my hand, didn't hold my hand, and then he asked me in the movies like, "Can I hold your hand?" And then he, we held hands. This is grade seven, five. <laughs> I think it was five. Yeah, I think it was five. So the, that's pretty. Young. There that's was like ten or eleven years old was it grade five? Maybe it was grade seven. I don't remember. No, I think it was grade five because then but, we started actually like liking each other but like everyone knew in grade seven and then we did it again in grade 10 okay 10 we were making out I didn't lose my fir- lose I didn't lose my first kiss till I was 16 so there was no kissing okay up just th- holding so hands. I think the whole just hand holding <laughs> anyway so there's a running joke with like all our friends like can I hold your hand and like mocking him yeah, at the movies with my, with our, like, first, like, sort of date experience. But anyway, love those innocent days. Um, wish I could go back. I don't even remember what my first date was. Yeah, what's your, what is your, like, your first date ever? I don't even know. Probably a movie. Or, like, In a, a dinner. Group? Like, who was the first boy you like in elementary school? Ugh, I honestly miss those days so much now. Like, life I, was so I feel like easy. It's so weird, because I feel like in my life, there's so many situations where, like, I'll have like a gap in my memory, but I have a really good memory. Like <laughs> start I'll doing rem- Sudoku puzzles so you don't get all <laughs> no, no, because no, it's not. It's not because it's just like literally block it out from my mind because I have a really good detailed memory. Like I can remember exactly like what I was wearing, what you were wearing, what we were discussing, I like where we too. were. But then there's like portions of my life where I'm just like, 
I honestly couldn't tell you just because I've blocked it out of my mind. Like a full like section of yeah. time. Okay. Well, if you remember the date, let us know. I um, mean, I definitely went to a lot of movie situate like in situ- groups. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a huge thing. I went to a few like as I got older, I did some like just with the boy, but like it was always like, oh my god, actually, it was always like, oh, are we gonna make out? And then I remember like when grade seven started to hit. This was definitely grade five now because when grade seven started to hit is when like people started giving head at the movie theaters. <laughs> so I always remember like you know sharing stories with friends. I never did. Like I never did. I was like, how the fuck do you do that? First of all, and, like you have to go in the back corner, sit against the wall, and like you only do like after. I'm like. What the fuck? Anyway, like never given head at this point, so it didn't really, it wouldn't have worked out. <laughs> it would have been probably very embarrassing. Actually, one, this is so off topic, but one place that I gave head that was very interesting was in a sauna. <laughs> but it wasn't on. Sauna. Was it at someone's house? At my house. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's kind of funny because they're always like in party situations. They it was always, a party. Yeah, well, because always someone who had a sauna was kind of like in the corner. Oh, you're that. that. I, well, I had a sauna in my old house. Don't ask me why. It was so fucking random. Probably used it like twice. No one else used it. It just like came with the house. And um, I had like a party and there was like 15 of us, like good friends. And like, yeah, I went and fucking did a deed in the sauna. <laughs> in the sauna. But anyway, coming back to um, coming back to the dating. So Just a little segue there for you. Just a little interesting segue. We've all done it. If you haven't, you're prude. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I haven't. So don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, guys. Um, but I... Other than, like, some little, like, you know, fun relationships who, like, I'm any of those, like, from elementary school now, like, I'm best friends with those people now. So it's, like, long gone, fast romance. Um, But with, I've had one relationship, and that was in university. Started in first year. Thought it'd be, oh, yeah, single, ready to mingle, and literally fell in love within three months, which was insane. First time I ever fell in love, or I'd ever fallen in love, and it was, like, literally the best. First year was probably the best year of university, despite I literally lived in the worst res off campus, the smallest res. There was, like, 80 people in the entire place. But just, like, the experience of, I don't know, the relationship along with some other things. I made some great fr- great friends that I'm still friends with now. Um, in that in that period, um, ended up making it the best year. Um, and then that relationship lasted like I want to say about three years. It was like two years. We had a hiccup within like the first started dating, say like officially in like January, February. Okay. But we like literally loved each other by January already. Um, so like we never like set a date because we both didn't really know what we were doing. We just kind of st- did. You say like I love you. Okay, so. Okay, so then how did you know, was it just like you knew right from when you met him? No. So in September, we go into school. I kind of like found out about him. He was in my res, but like I found out about him probably like the third, by the third week of September. And then there was like, it was homecoming. So we had like a pre and he was on my floor. So then we went and like, I had a pre in my building and I was like super drunk and like he was on my bed and I like apparently, I don't remember this. There's like five or six people in my room. I had a fucking tiny room, but it was apartment style. And we were in my room specifically, all of us. And like, he was on the bed like drinking and apparently like I leaned over and like wanted to like kiss him, which is super forward for yeah. me. Um, and he kind of like avoided it. Like, oh, like you're, you know what I mean? Don't remember that, but he told me that. And from that point on, then like read randomly, like he came into my room with his floor mate and like they would, we would all talk. And then my friend Eleanor who lived across the street would come and we all just kind of started to like mingle. 
And then, oh my God. Oh, this is actually so great. Like going back into the memories right now. The first time we hooked the up. Mems. So we were like at a party across the street in Eleanor's building in the other res. Like we're all drinking and stuff and we were in her place. And then a bunch of us were like, oh, like he was like on her bed and like just like he got really drunk sometimes. So he'd get really drunk and then would like just like kind of like fall asleep. But I don't know. He's kind of like stupid. I'm like. And then I was, like, kind of jealous because he was in her bed. Like, low-key. But, like, she wasn't down for him. Yeah, it just happened that yeah. he was And then he's, the like, bed. and she was on my side. So she's, like, I should go home, like, all of you. So, like, we all, like, walked home together. And then, like, he came to my room. And then I really wanted to hook up with him. But, like, I'm obviously not forward. And he's also Gemini. So he wasn't forward either. So it was kind of, like, this, like, game. We were just, like, talking for hours. And nothing. Or we kissed, maybe. We made out and nothing. I can't remember. And then the next morning... We, like, hooked up, I think, actually, because he didn't want to hook up with me drunk. Like, he didn't want to have sex with me drunk. Oh, that's good. Fucking rare. Yeah. Because, like, you know. He that's has amazing. his fuckboy side. Or he did. And, um, yeah, from there, then we started to, like, I would, like, come to his place, like, after I went out at night. Or, like, I'd go and talk to him, and he'd sit at his desk, and we'd just, like, talk. And, like, it just kind of started to happen, and then we started to, like, hook up randomly. And it's he- so interesting hearing, like, university like when a university relationship like blossoms because yeah it's so different to like now the real world not the, the real <laughs> well I mean in the sense of like going to each other's dorms and like sitting on like talking for like hours it's like if you were doing that now it would be like you're ubering to their His condo place. and he's probably and trying then, to fuck you from the first yeah and it's like two, at, two hours even though it's your your dorm and his dorm like don't you feel like it's more a common ground than... Oh, for sure. That's why. And it was just like... And that's what I... I was also very like more feminist, I guess you could call it. Or more like, I'm not going to make you fucking grilled cheese. I'm not going to make you food unless you make it with me. Like, you can't just sit and watch. Like, I was very like that girl. Yeah. Um. So it was always like the fact that there was like a balance where he, you know, I take a few steps forward and then he takes a few t- steps forward. And it's like a balance of equal, I guess, equal parts. Um. Anyway, so... Then we started to date, or we started to sleep with each other, I guess, often, is how I would call it. And then went away for Christmas break, and then in January, came back, and it was like end of January or February, apparently. So I, we were having sex, and I literally like wanted to, I had this feeling in my body, I didn't know what it was, and like I started crying when we were having sex, because I loved him, and I wanted to say it, and I didn't know how to say it. And that's when it came out, and then he was like, I love you too. And he's like, I wanted to say it like, I don't know, like a couple weeks ago, like when we were at my place in Toronto and he never did. But like that gave me comfort that it like, I wasn't like going to be rejected. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah, the rest is history. And then three and three-ish years on and off for like a few periods. And then we just decided to be like friends, but then we were like friends with benefits because we lived in different cities. And then I probably went on too long for too long after that. But the thing was like, I wanted to be there for him just as a friend because he's like, I don't know, he wasn't like the very the most open person and he didn't really talk to his friends about his emotional issues and stuff. And I think everyone needs to talk about that stuff so they don't, you know, like bottle it up and have it impact them in a negative way. So I wanted to be there for him. But ultimately, um, he ended up like stopping communication with me not that long ago, like probably a year and a half ago, two years ago, actually, maybe now. Because even like me checking in like every like month or two months, and having a phone call would have probably still led me to like be attached. Even in the most 
like subtle. Well, yeah, because you still have this like connection or not a, a love connection, but you still have a connection to that person, even if it's just a friendly connection. Whereas if you're not talking to them for a long period of time, it's easier for you to like not think about that. Yeah, well, I'd always go back and be like, oh, what if, like maybe to, in the future, you know, it was mm-hmm. always that. But then I think the reason that it was important to just like cut it off, even though I'm the person who's like, I want to be friends with my exes. Like you, you know, create this whole. Really? Yeah, because you Definitely, de- dedicate so much of your time to one person. Why would you throw it away? Just turn it Isn't into it something so else. Isn't it so weird though that if you think about it, that person at that point in your life knew everything about you and knew everything about your life and you did everything together. And then just like one day you decide that like, you want to break up and that person's like out of your life. That's and why that's, I don't think that's good. That's why I think you should turn it into another relationship if you can. No, I've never done that. Mm. Well, I did and now we're not talking at all, but yeah, it was necessary um, because I think I'll always love him. I always say that, like, I think you can love multiple people at the same time and I'll always love him because like it was my first love too. And it was, he had a huge impact on, I think, who I am today with my entrepreneurial drive specifically huge part of like me starting my business is attributed to me doing a course in school that he pushed me to do and he was an entrepreneur so it really just I don't know all good things in that sense but also a lot of emotional impact that has made me emotionally unavailable today um because of that relationship so to like to sum it all up that's kind of like how it went down that's the and ever since I've been single because it took me like three years to get over single ready to mingle <laughs> always ready to mingle always ready to mingle <laughs> taking it into dating and your dating life okay I mean since I was ha- since I've been in a relationship for so long I never really dated in the app era so oh, I never used so millennial of yeah me. so I've never really <laughs> I think made a dating profile. First of all, I've never made a dating profile. Okay. I've never used Tinder. I've I've never never used used Bumble. What are the other? I don't even know the apps. Or what's the cool? Like, what are the cool trending apps right now? The coolest one is Raya because it's exclusive. So Raya is the app that a lot of celebrities are on. A lot of athletes for you athlete chasers out there, especially if you're like not not in Toronto. Okay, in Toronto, like the app doesn't even work because like there's not enough people on it because it's a $10 a month app and you have to get requested from someone on from someone on the app to be a part of it and you have to get like validated. So if you're like an influencer or celebrity, there's a higher chance because you have a higher followers. It's basically like a competition of like followers. Oh, so you have followers on on the app? No, in order to like to get onto it better, like if you're like hot or like have a social presence, there's a higher chance you'll get accepted. Ah, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, if you're in like New York, like great. There's so many athletes and so many people there that are on it. Also, it's good for more high profile people who don't want to just be on the apps and like, you know, their face being on like accessible to everyone. So if you're like slightly higher profile or have a corporate job that, you know. You don't want to be on Tinder. No, you yeah. like it's it's more worth your while to be on that app because it's more exclusive. Then there's Hinge. I love Hinge. The difference between Hinge and most other apps is that you fill out like a survey at the beginning where like you like answer questions and you can choose the questions you want and that becomes your profile. So it's not just like a photo of you and your age and your height or whatever and gender. <laughs> it's actually like... You, you get can to know be someone's quit, personality. You, yeah, so you can be witty, which I personally hate because I don't think I'm very good at like expressing myself in words. So um, for me, it's not the best. But when people like have the same questions as you or like it just makes it easier to communicate with people that you don't know because you can like poke at things that they've said or that they have in their profile okay. versus just being versus, like, like, what am I going to say first? Yeah. How am I going to interact? You can say, and then, like if someone says like, oh, they're a cook, you could be like, so like, or, I'm trying to 
you know, make some breakfast. You have any recommendation or like something? Along. Yeah, or I don't s- even know how to. Start well, I'll a tell you right now. Like some of the, but some of the like, questions or that you can have on there are like, if it was your last meal, like who would you have dinner with? Or if you're sitting at, uh, sitting at the, what's that thing? It's like when you're sitting at. If you could have three guests sitting at a table, like who oh, would they who be? Would they alive be? or dead? Stuff like that. So it's good. So what did you put? I didn't do that one. Oh. Um, but you, oh, you, you can, can pick your questions. Oh, cool. There's probably like. 40 questions and everyone can have up to like 10 and then other than that you can have multiple photos multiple videos and then there's bumble (laughs) and tinder bumble the girl has to comment first or swipe first not into that to be honest not that forward and then for tinder we all know we all just like swipe yeah just swipe right or left yeah so i mean like i said i have no i have no experience with any of these things okay so how did you date and then i'll tell you how i date now dating before was just I mean, we were so young when we got together, so it was, like, our first dates were, like, always, like, dinners, drinks. Group dinners. No, well, <laughs> first it was, like, for some dinners, but then it was, like, dinners, I guess, movie, also, like, fun mini putt. Oh, my God, I remember um, those days. And then, <laughs> and then what else bowling? did we do? You bowling? No, not no. really. Like, drinks. Drink, but, like, casual drinks. Casual drinks. I feel like there was a period, like... There is like casual drinks, and then once you enter university, it was like we're all getting fucking shit faced drinks, and now it's back to like casual drinks. And that's the thing with university too; it's like you don't really date. No, you like go in group settings and like fuck at the end of the night. Yeah, makes it so much easier. (laughs) But then you can spend the whole night with them if you want to, and then you can spend some with your friends, some with them, and then your friends. If like something dramatic happens, then you can go back to them and be like, "Oh my god, like whatever." Ah, it was. Easier. It was definitely easier yeah. in a sense. We did do a lot of like going out because we were younger. So we would we would also go out in group settings as well okay. at the beginning part because we were still like, I'm trying to remember if it was the last year of university or not, but I'm pretty sure it was the last year of university and then going into my master's. So it was still like we were young and going out. Like we would still go to the bar and stuff. Yeah. And like clubs. Yeah. Whereas now I would... Like, I you hate go, clubs. You go for, like, a cocktail. I like a nice cocktail. Bar. No, but back then, like, we would go to, like, um, um, Gracie's. Oh! Even, like, across from Croc Rock? Yeah, That's yeah, Gracie's, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. A beast across from Tequila Jack's. Yeah, it's next to Tequila <sighs> Jack's. Oh, my God. Yeah. Throwback. I yeah. used to go there when I was Gracie's underage. was, like, a huge place for From age too. Yeah. So, anyways, so that was kind of, like... So, my dating was more so, like, dinners, movie, like, the lame traditional okay trying to think of like my craziest date actually okay so i'll start with like dating now so do i use the apps i'm on some apps yes one app that i enjoy the most because i had like the best experience from it was hinge so i actually was on the app and and on raya actually so when i was in new york so do you feel like it's easier to meet people on apps than in person no i hate i'm not like i'm not forward i'm always lazy like i will get like a bunch of like requests or matches and then just like bury them because I don't have time to look at my phone. I think in per- for me, like I'm not good at judging a book by its cover. I'm not trying to like not sound shallow, but like I really don't like I, what you look like. It doesn't highly play into like how I end up feeling about you. Like if you have an incredible personality and mean person and you're like not that hot, I'd probably be more into you than someone like who looked really oh. good in a photo because I don't know how they're going to be in person. hundred percent because they could be, sh- they could be so more, hot, but then like, like the shittiest the person. Cockiest fucking piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so I was on the dating app. But then also, could you not tell by like their pictures, like if they're going to be douchey? Like, 
selfie mirror selfie that's like a whole yeah that's like a whole thing you can kind of deep dive into and like to figure out like what how to like decide based off someone's profile like who how they're gonna how be. they're gonna be but again I just like don't have the time for it and I don't really care for it so I've been on the apps just like for fun like for play yeah especially when I travel so the most successful experience I had on hit or on one of the apps was on hinge and I was in New York so I was at my friend's place and they live there and one of my friends who lives there is like a pro at dating like he's like the dating expert like he's like all, so good at the apps one of the apps he specializes in his grinder because he is <laughs> i was gonna say because he is a homosexual because <laughs> he's gay um and he's into men <laughs> sorry he's a homosexual <laughs> what movie is that from i can't even remember of uh, like uh tell and take nights or something i think so <laughs> Baby Jesus. <laughs> That's actually oh such a funny God. movie, Talladega Nights. I need to watch that again. So I gave him my phone and I was like, you fucking do whatever you want. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't really care. You weren't doing it as a... I wasn't like, oh, like, I want to... going to find I'm my just like, love. let's see if there's yeah. someone I can, you know... Fuck while I'm here. But that's the thing, though. You use them to have casual encounters. Like, you would never... I don't think anyone would actually use it... Well, there are some success stories that I know of. Well, it's because you don't expect it. I think that's yeah. what it is. It's like you go into an app not expecting romance and long life, you know, dreams of being with a single person. And then you end up going on the date, no expectations. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, this is great. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So he was on the app for me. He, like, messaged... A bunch of people. One guy was super hot. He commented on one of his photos and he was sitting on the top of like a, a mountain and he was like... Ooh, so he was trying to be like, I travel. Yeah. So my friend commented on it and slid in with, I want you to climb me like that Dead. or something like that. And it was hilarious and the guy was super into it. So we ended up going for drinks and it was so fun. We literally had the best time. Um, and yeah, we like went on a few dates after that. And like when I went back to New York, went on a few dates and anyway, it went really well. So that was like a really fun experience, like no strings attached, especially when you don't live in the same place, there's no expectation. And it worked out well because my friend was fucking with it. And like that whole like joke situation, which I later turned into something, turned into something. And he was actually with one of his friends when it went down. So he told me later on, he's like, oh yeah, my friends and I were like, this is hilarious. Like, and so it was just like mutually, we were going into it for the same experience, you know, on both ends. So it was great. So I've had great experience with dating apps, but again, I don't really have the time for them. And I'd rather meet someone in person. It's hard for me to like really like for someone to catch my eye, though. That's the problem. Like there has to be something. It doesn't need to be like something spectacular, but they have to have something super like interesting about them that I'm like, whoa, like. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get to know you, which is what happened with my ex. But it's like, hasn't really happened often. Well, I think also for you now, then. it's like you've been single for now for a while. So if if there is someone that you want to actually like invest in, they have to be wow even more because it's like, well, now you've been single for all this time. You have so many things going on. Like now you're thinking more like, is it worth investing all this time into that person? No, totally. Like I, I liked being single. Well, first of all, I need to be single. I needed to be single quite a long time after I was in that relationship because I had to go through a very, 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 very lonely period as I was also starting a business, which you all know being an entrepreneur is very lonely. So I went through this very low period of like just feeling alone. Now I'm out of that. So now I'm like so happy being single 
And then I started just like dating around and just like enjoying the experience. And then I started like not really dating, but then just like, you know, being open to like sexual intercourse with different people. And then I was like, honestly, this is like not satisfying at all. Like if you don't like someone, if you're not going to emotionally invest at all into them, it's like a waste of time because you're just like, okay, like fuck this. Like wasn't that great unless they're like in phenomenal in bed, which is I haven't come by, unfortunately. Um, so I just find that like now I'm at a point where it's like, I would love, like, I love the idea of partnership and the idea of being with someone and like growing together and like maybe working together. Like there's so many people I look up to in the same industry who are like partners, partners in work, partners in personal life, whether or not that's something that would work for me. I just like the idea of it. So that's why there is a part of me that would be down to be committed to someone. But yeah, for now I'm single because like, unless they have the same values and the same, like, they have drive and motivation. There's like quite a few boxes that need to be checked at this point. Um, I don't know if it would like be something that I'd be willing to invest in. It's interesting too when you've been in a relationship for a long period of time because I feel like you've grown with that person. So your values or your like what you're interested in might have changed from then to now. And like how, because for example, I feel like really like my boyfriend and I are not the same at all. Like we're pretty opposite, but that's why we work well is because we kind of like even each other out. Yeah. So there's also a thing where you can say, yes, you're like aligned in like the key points. So in the moral fundamental things, you have like well, that's the, thing. the pillars there, but then you're like, I am so opposite. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. But again, the moral pillars, that's like the deciding factor. Like if you don't value the same things, if you don't want to have the same lifestyle, if you don't want to, you know, like if there's certain things like that, that you don't align, then it ultimately will not work out. Yes. You know what I mean? I agree with that. For the most part. But I do think that they can, you can change. It can change. They can adapt. Yeah. So if you're not changing, like I think the, the most important thing is, is if you're not changing or if one person is changing and you're kind of the same, then that also doesn't work out because Mm -hmm. maybe you can develop into something, you can grow together, you can grow to become something and maybe you weren't like that from the beginning. But if you're the only one that's growing and changing and the other person is still where they were, then I also think that could be a detriment because it's like, you're no longer the same and they're the same. That's also something that can negatively impact a relationship because it's like you need to grow and change and like adapt to like your new, let's say, environment. Because maybe things will come that like maybe you didn't think were your like a pillar that you thought was important to you, but then it eventually becomes important to you. Yeah, no, I agree. Because that's what I've, I've always said, like even something like children, like I've always said like, I don't know if I want children. Like right now I don't want children, but I don't know what I want in 10 years. Like no one truly knows what they want in 10 years. So like maybe in 10 years, I will want children, but I've never said I want them or I don't want them because I feel like that's super unfair. And like from the beginning, my boyfriend has known that. And I think it's unfair for someone to say like, oh, I don't want kids because then maybe in 10 years you will want kids or I definitely want kids and then maybe you become super successful in your career and like you don't want to put that on hold right then and there but then you've told, you know, your boyfriend or your husband or your significant other that you want to have kids and then that becomes like a fight. So that's like something, A, that I've, from the beginning have said and I'm not saying like when you're first dating someone on the first date you're not going to be like so do you how many kids do you yeah. want like that's not something to talk about but like that is a fundamental pillar if you're if you're in a relationship it's like 
kids, marriage, where you want to live, like your well, careers. For me, like one thing that was a huge factor with our relationship was lifestyle differences. So it's really hard to go down lifestyle, but it, uh, okay. you know, so it was more like that. And I was like, like he, pro- he viewed it as more of, um, like we came from different backgrounds. Okay. You'll never understand where I came from. I'm like, I was born into the life that I have. I'm trying to understand. I'm not expecting things from you. I want, like, I love you. Like I want to be with you. So like, let's make it work. But then there were so many times where he was just like, you just don't get it. I'm not asking you to pay for dinner. I'm asking you to come for dinner with me so we can have a shared experience and I'll pay for my half, you pay for yours. That's just like a very like silly example, but that just like kind of played into like how it's like ultimately if you don't both like, if you're both not trying to reach for the stars, it's not going to work. If you're both not trying to like, or you're both not down to like be super minimal and like, you mm-hmm. know, and live a very comfortable, like, or live a comfortable, but like middle-class life, then it's also not going to work. So it's really like having to have that in line because if not, there's always going to be a huge gap between um, what you both want and it's always going to create conflict. Or the other person is going to resent the other person. And that's what happened. Yeah. Now when you're going on dates, because you you date. Yeah. Like you, I would say you regularly go like, on dates. Yeah. Would you say that? Yeah, I would say so. Like not like with, uh, not so open to like going on random dates with people. Like if I find someone and like they're fun, then I'll like go on multiple, multiple dates, dates with them because it's just better you know and you build more deeper connections yeah not in like I know you're still emotionally unavailable but you build (laughs) connections that are meaningful as opposed to or you know you could like they could provide value for you in a way that could be whether it's work related or whether it's you know you never know okay so then when you're going on these dates like I hate so that's also why like I don't really like dating is because in the past it's like you have to do that like awkward like reach for the bill like who pays for me if if you're asking me out on a date then like you're asking me to go somewhere so I would assume that you would be paying but at the same time like I'm not going to be awkward and like not reach for the bill like if I was on a date I would think that I would need to like reach for the bill and like offer at least so that I don't look like I'm Trying to get him to pay for the bill. Yeah, so what happened? Like, what do you do? So I used to be very, like, adamant on, like, just being, like, putting my bag up or just being, like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, and they're, like, no, I got this. And they'll, like, okay, sick. I definitely, like, fake it for the most part. Like, I would prefer that they did pay because I think it's nice, especially if it's the first date. Like, if the guy said, oh, okay, you would be taken aback. I mean, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I have to fucking pay for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It would just be like that. But recently, like, I've gone on dates with people who are in a more comfortable position than I am with, like, my job. So they have more, like, financial freedom to go ahead and do that. And Or if they've asked me out on the date, and if they're asking me out, especially if it's something, like, that's, you know, out of my means. Like, do you want to go to, like, a game? Or you want to go, I don't know, like wine tasting or this or that if it's something that's like a little bit more like over the top then I will definitely expect that they had the intention of paying for it in the first place but there are things that I think are important to do especially if you know like you're obviously not able to like match them financially or like contribute equally to like the date so that you go on it's like doing things that mean something that show that you care and that you're trying to like put an effort um that are available to you so like getting the uber or, you know, paying for the drink at the place before you go to the dinner because you know right. you're going to the dinner after and it's like, okay, let me pay for the drinks here. You know, I can afford this $40 and then he can like cover dinner. So it's just putting in the effort and showing that, you know, you're part of it and you're not just like there for the fucking free meals. I agree with that. Like, I think that that's where I would be 
Danielle's like, you better fucking pay for everything. No, okay. Because it's I don't, chivalry. I'm, and chivalry I'm, is not death. Yeah, so here's my thing. is like, I'm super, like, feminist in, like, most of my life. Like, Except I, for dating. dinner. No, no, it's true. I, I feel like maybe I'm going to get hate for this. But if I'm going on a date or if I'm with a guy, mm-hmm. and I know this is totally, like, not feminist at all, but, like, my expectation is that like you're opening doors, you're opening my car door. Good luck, you're, baby girl. Good luck, well, baby girl. To this day, this my day boyfriend day. still does that. Yeah, because so, he knows you expect it. Yeah, but maybe you've trained him well. Yeah, so <laughs> like opening doors. Okay, not always car door. Let's not get him that. But like most of the time, like if like that's what I would expect in my mind. And if it's not done, I'm not gonna be like, wow, this date is shit. But just in my mind, like for me, it just shows that like you're going above and beyond. Like you actually want to be there and then this is for like more like dinner date that I know that like you've built sort of a relationship with someone Mm -hmm. like you're going out on a dinner date like you know I feel like it's like very like courtship is still important important and that's not to say that I'm not going to reach for the bill and pay for the bill for me those actions are more important then because it's showing that you're like going out of the way or if you're somewhere and like you park the car far like offer to go get the car yeah, so that's that I nice. don't I have do love to, that. So that I don't have to walk to the car. Yeah. You know, like that's still something. But that if I, it was role reverse, I'd be like, no, you're coming to get the car with me so you don't have to walk alone. Oh, 100%. That, that's what's not feminine. Like that that's, is, yeah. That's the definition of what it's not. Yeah. So that's why I kind of like, eh, like me saying it out loud, it's kind of like it doesn't really make sense, but like. But it also is. I don't know. Like it's what I, you value. it's what I value. Yeah, it's showing through actions that if it's not important to like the man, but it's important to the woman. I think that like it's showing that you're trying to like work towards something. Yeah, that's how I perceive it, and mm-hmm. that's why I think it's important. Yeah, no, for sure. Or at least like if you're if you're asking someone to go on a date, or if you're asking someone like, hey, do you want a drink? In my mind, it's like I'm asking you because. I want you to enjoy this drink, so I'm going to pay for the drink. Mm -hmm. So if I ask you, like, hey, I'm grabbing a drink, you want a drink? Then, like, in my mind, like, I would be paying for that drink because I'm going to get a drink. It's not like, here's your bill. (laughs) Yeah. Or if the guy is asking you on a date, the same thing. I would expect that he wants wants to to take you. you. Yeah. No, I agree. So we have completely different relationship statuses. How our lifestyle is different. Our routines are completely different, and I think part of it is based off of the fact that we have a partner, we don't have a partner. Right. Well, how is your life with your partner? Like, what do you have to consider on a day-to-day? Um, because there is someone that... I mean, you actually live with him too, right? Yeah. Which so, also is, like, another contributing factor. So now, this is also going to contribute to be me not being feminist, but <laughs> I, like, something to consider is, like, just being considerate if, like, that person's going to be home at night, like, what we're going to eat... Um, so you always have to think about that yeah. in advance? In advance, yeah. So do you ask him in the morning, like, are you going to be home for dinner? Yeah. Or, like, what's your plan? Like, I always need to know, like, what he... Like, we always need to know what each other's doing. And not to the point, like, I'm not the type of person that, like, texts it. Te- like, we're at the stage in our relationship where, like, we don't text during the day. Like, we oh, might... I never text yeah. during the day either. Yeah, like, Even we, now. we might, like, call, like, on our lunch or whatever and just be like, hey, good morning. Because also he wakes up a lot earlier than I do. So we don't necessarily like have a morning interaction because I'm still sleeping when he leaves. Okay. Like sometimes when I wake up, I'll call him or like on our lunch, I'll call him and then just be like, hey, like, what what are you up to tonight? Like, are you going to be home? Like Mm -hmm. basically saying like, are we having dinner together? Or like, 
am I, are we taking care of ourselves kind of thing? And then also like now that we have a dog, like it also, that contributes to it because it's like, well, who's going to be home to feed Billy? Like who's going to be home to walk him? So we kind of have to more just like know our schedules. And like, even in my phone, I'm a crazy person. Like if he has hockey or like things that he's doing, like I'll have it in my phone. I think that's good. Yeah, so I remember remembering it. You can just look and refer to it. Yeah, exactly. It's more of just being considerate to the other person and and making sure that I'm not just thinking about myself. Because I could easily just like think about myself and not be home and like not care about dinner. But then I know that like, for example, on Mondays, I know he usually comes home for dinner. So then on Mondays, I try to make sure that like I'm also home for dinner so that we can spend that time together. And are there like things that you have to sort of consider like to balance almost? Well, it's also things like, okay, for example, like when we're going on vacations or when we're going on like work trips together, it's like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not so good at this because I still sometimes I'll be like, oh, hey, like I booked. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, hey, by the way, I'm going to. Sometimes I need to be more uh, aware of like not asking for permission, but like now that we have a dog, I need to make sure that the dog is set up. So now I have to kind of like be like, okay, like uh, what's your schedule during this time period? Like, are we going to have to get a dog sitter or not? Because he's not home during the day yeah so it's more of like coordination yeah um whereas communication which is key yeah whereas before I would just like book a trip and then be like hey by the way I'm going to Miami next week or like I'm going to Miami like in October yeah and it, it it wouldn't be an issue but we also have a relationship where it's like very like we're best friends so it's just kind of like that wouldn't be an issue so for me it's a little bit different um because I have a pretty selfish lifestyle I don't really have to consider anyone else other than myself and my schedule so I can like make my schedule super like back-to-back rammed if I need to squeeze things in here and there because I don't have much to consider obviously like I have a roommate so like that's important to consider but in terms of like personal schedule it's not really so it's it's like when we're home together you can communicate um if like we want to do a workout class together that's also something that we communicate um or upcoming trips in case like we both want to go on it but in terms of my personal schedule I, I really just decide on my own so I think adapting from that into like being with someone is going to be a huge thing. I'm trying to remember back when I was in a relationship, how it was. Well, I think it's just important to be like considerate to the other person because even like if I'm like running late or something, I just like, I try to be like the most considerate just because like I expect that. Yeah. So my expectations are like super high. So I try to deliver like what I would expect. So that's the only reason why I schedule it like a meeting because that's what I have to do is like even schedule for your time with your significant other yeah like okay. like for example like on Monday nights like if I can like I'll try to not book anything on Monday nights but like Tuesday nights I know that like I don't need to be home so I'm more inclined to book things on Tuesday night than Monday night just because I know that like I I can be selfish quote-unquote or like I can have dinner like not at home unless there's no one watching like then I have to think about Billy yeah, well, then I have, you have a to dog. Think about two yeah. relationships that you're so, in. Yeah, so it's like it, there are things that it's like obviously being a single woman. Yeah, you know, living your life, your daily routine is going to be different, but For that's sure. okay because also it's different stages in your life, right? Yeah. And career comes first. In, for me, especially. yeah. Well, for you. For you and for me, yeah. in different ways. In different ways, I think. So yeah. for me, that works in my to my advantage because my routine is so like everything I do I'm like my career's first this and that I don't have to think about anyone else other than myself which is 
good. So for self-care, like that's important like for me to consider um, and to like give time for myself to like be, you know, stable and to feel like in a good headspace. And then I obviously also like do care about my friends and my family. So I'm not saying I'm fully selfish here. I'm just saying that in terms of my routine, it's mostly considering like who I want to see and like what I have to do. But my job is definitely first. And I think that's easy when you're single because I'm so distracted by that. So I don't always think about being going on dates and stuff like that. If they happen, cool. Um, obviously, there's periods where I'm more like lonely or more inclined to like, oh, I just like, you know, want to do something with someone or if I'm hungover, <laughs> if I'm hungover, I'm like, I just want to cuddle. Um, but then for that, it's good. But I think for your case, being career driven and being in relationship is also super positive because you have someone working with you and supporting you through, you know, your ups and downs and all of that. A hundred percent. Something that I, I was just thinking about in my mind is like, for me too, it's like, I, I don't really plan things for the weekend. So on a Thursday, I don't know if you do with your friends, but I'm sure like, I remember when I back in single days or, or I was also a lot younger, you would like kind of be like, hey, what's everyone doing on like Friday, Saturday and like plan it ahead of time. Whereas like now I know someone's going to be home on a Friday night. Yeah, no, I definitely plan. I'm like, let's go get yeah. wasted on yeah. Friday and Saturday. Yeah, so it's like, it's also something <laughs> where it's like this. And I would think of that as just like an extra thing to do. Okay. And now it's like, this is my time for me and my yeah, family. and my family. Oh, it's such so a, cute. yeah, but but at the same time, it's like some, you know, we do have birthdays and events, but it's more so like when we're going out to those things, it's like an event. And you're going together. Yeah. For the most part. For the most part. Unless it's like a girl's night or like mm-hmm. if I'm going to dinner with a friend, like obviously the, those things happen. Yeah. But, or like I said, like vacations, like that's something that usually like we do do vacations together, but like our work trips, it's us too. Or I'm going to visit a friend because she's living, she lives out of town or mm-hmm. et cetera, or like a bachelorette. I've so we have so many weddings this year. So it's like a million bachelorette parties or, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So let's get right into assumptions to finish off this episode. The first assumption is it's hard to date when you're trying to grow a business. I would say no. Um, as long as you like focus on like if you're focused on your business, the dating just comes as like a back end thing or just like a side thing. But if you like focus all your energy on like trying to go on dates while you're trying to run a business, then I feel like having that at the forefront will distract you from being career focused, um, which could, you know, be a little bit detrimental to the growth of your business. And it's also good for your mental health to have time off, right? Like you're not going to be doing stuff for your business like Friday night at 9pm. No. Well, maybe, but. Well, if you're actually, yeah, if you're one of those I mean, people who are going to succeed, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, (laughs) you need time off too and you need time for yourself and have fun. So instead of going out one night with your friends, like maybe you pop in a date on like a Friday or Saturday night. Do do days of the week matter for dating now? Like if you go for like a Monday night dinner, is that considered like not as important? So I used to do this thing where I didn't want to book dates on weekends because it's like, no, dates are like whatever. They can figure out Monday to Thursday and then... Friday, Saturday for my friends and for me to actually go out. But now that I'm a little bit older and more mature, um, I feel like I'm pretty open. Like if someone wants to go on a date on a Friday night, if it's not the first date, I'm like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. Like it's probably going to entail going for dinner and drinks anyway. Um, And I can always like go out after if anything. So days of the week used to matter to me more. um, But now they're kind of like, depending on the the level of our relationship, it's it doesn't really matter. The next assumption is it's hard to balance like your life with 
a relationship. So making time for one another with everything else you have going on. I think you should answer this one. I think you have to definitely put in effort. Yeah. Especially living with someone because it's like very easy to like not go it's it's very easy to not date anymore. Okay. Because I think it's really important in a relationship to like still date the person. Yeah, you're not just like, oh, this is it. It's like you have to consciously put in the effort yeah. to, you know, like be there and be present. A hundred percent. And and also it's hard when you have a lot of things going on, especially like with your friends and like like for example, like we have a lot of, like I said, weddings, events, birthdays, like family things that we do so that it's like on the weekend when you want to have like quality time together but then like I don't consider quality time going to like a family event yeah so you're still together and you're still doing things together but I don't consider those things quality time or even like with friends like because we're for example like when we're going out in a group of friends like we're not the type of couple that will like be together like I'm fine with like sitting with my girls and he's fine with sitting with the guys and and not to say like we're splitting up but I'm just saying like if we're in a group like rectangle table and there's 10 people sitting at the table if there's not two spots like next to each other we're fine with that but then again like sometimes I'm like no you know what like we haven't had a lot of quality time like I want to sit with you and we're fine with like having that conversation either before or like if we know that we haven't spent a lot of time together, then that's important to us. But it is hard because we work so much. And then also like, because our schedules might not align for like multiple weeks, then we just have to make sure like we communicate and say like, listen, like we haven't had a lot of quality time. Like let's, you know, cook together tonight or, you know, like, cause we have like some cookbooks that we'll like use and, and sometimes like I'll cook by myself, but then it's like important to me to me like for us to do it together mm-hmm. or we'll go for like a nice dinner and like dress up and obviously it's definitely something that takes effort but you have to you have to do it you have to do it's it like gonna... marriage <laughs> yeah exactly and with that happy valentine's day or galentine's day and if you haven't already subscribed please subscribe to our channel you can find us on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify. And also, if you haven't already, please check out our website. Yes, you can check us out at www.youhaven'theardpodcast.com. We've got some bloopers up there you guys can check out. And we also have our own channels, so you can follow me on Instagram, just at Christina Pittum. And you can follow me at All Things Coveted. Out with the old and in with the new. Start your new year with Yahoo Small Business with everything you need to start and grow your business. Find a domain, get a business email, and create a new professional website. Have a business idea and don't know where to start? Visit www.yahoosmallbusiness.com.